you like NASCAR? Do you like a tribe called Quest? Well, you gonna love the urban conservative. Do you like manwich and nachos? Well, then you'd love the urban conservative. Do you like guns? Do you like butter? Well, you're gonna love the urban conservative. Yo, what's good, son? You like pit bulls, son? You like solving Sudoku puzzles? Then you're gonna love the urban conservative. Hey, buddy, if your car making a sound like this, you might want to get you some power steering fluid and check out the Urban Conservative Podcast. Are you repulsed by the idea of drag queen story time at your local library, but enjoy Carol Baskin TikTok memes? Then you would enjoy the Urban Conservative. Do you want to slap your boss and then go home and make yourself some golden brown pancakes covered in butter and freshly made warm boysenberry syrup? Then you'll love the Urban Conservative. You're a little over Cardi. This season of the Urban Conservative Podcast is brought to you by Newton for Senate, working to improve education, reduce taxes, and keep North Carolina number one for business. Find out more at newtonforsenate.com. This episode of the Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description. Top of the morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. You're checking out the best 30-minute morning show on the planet. Top of the morning. I'm your host, Adul Ali. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, please jump on over to TUConservative.com. Get yourself a membership. That way you can support what we do here at the Urban Conservative. And make sure you check us out each and every Monday night, 8 p.m., for the Urban Conservative Podcast. We are available wherever you listen to podcasts. If we're not on a platform that you listen to podcasts on, and we should be, hit us up, let us know. As always, we appreciate the love. Jump in the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from this morning. And for our mugshot of the day, folks, back to our standard TUC mug this morning. We're keeping things plain, but I'm doing things a little different. I've got some green tea. We're doing green tea this morning. Just opted out of the coffee. We're going to do green tea, try to be a little healthy, blah, 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 blah. I hope everybody enjoyed their Martin Luther King holiday. It's back to work today. For those of you who had off yesterday, I hope you checked out last night's show where we had an opportunity to really dive into what Martin Luther King Jr. was saying to us as Americans. And we asked the question, is the dream alive and well? And we certainly want to continue to, to recognize that we're in this boat together. And if we don't paddle together, we definitely going to sink together. So again, shouts out to everybody 
that participated in MLK events. Big up to all of our uh, Cabarrus County young Republicans for braving the cold out there at Atrium Ballpark. Uh, so I'm just going to jump right into it, folks. This can't get any worse for this guy. Okay. This, this just can't possibly get any worse for this dude right here. Okay. We all know he is the worst president in U.S. history. Okay. We, we all agree to that. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I won't even say in history because Nixon was pretty bad. Uh, what's his name? Gerald Ford was pretty bad. Uh, this guy, though, is not, he's in the top two, top three of worst presidents of all time. Okay. These classified materials keep popping up. And Trump got rated, as you all know, over this. Not so much happening for Joe Biden. Okay. Now, there's stories coming out saying that these uh, materials, he didn't know they were there. So I'm suggesting we knew Trump knew every document and every box that was there. Okay. The other side of this is no visitor logs. So we don't know who's been coming in out of the dude's house. President Trump struck back at him saying it's absolutely ridiculous that there's no visitor logs. I think that it's crazy that there's no visitor logs. What you got to hide? You're the highest ranking public official in our country and there's no visitor logs of who's coming in and out of the residence to see you i guarantee you there's a log at mar-a-lago i guarantee you there's a log at mar-a-lago so i think we ought to impeach him that's what we do impeach the dude get him out of here that's what ought to happen we should not have to deal with this guy anymore. And then in his world, he's going to think he's getting a can of peaches. He's in peach. What do we got? Peaches and juice, peaches and water. He's going to think he's actually getting a can of peaches is what's going to happen if they try to impeach him. But it's getting worse and worse. And then there's a side by side. Uh, this is coming from the AP. Uh, how many classified documents are we talking about? It's unclear. How many uh, classified materials have been obtained from his home office and home? Richard Sauber, the special counsel to the president, said Monday that a small number of docu documents with classified markings were discovered on November 2nd in a locked closet at Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, a think tank in Washington as Biden's personal attorneys were clearing out the offices. Biden also kept an office at the Penn Center after he left the vice presidency in 2017 until shortly before he launched his presidential campaign. It was affiliated with the University of Pennsylvania and continued to operate independently of the administration. Now, on Thursday, this past Thursday, Sauber said a second batch of documents with classified markings, a small number, he said, had been found in storage space in Biden's garage near Wilmington, Delaware, with one document being located in Biden's personal library in his home. This past Saturday, Sauber said that a total of six pages of classified documents were found earlier in the week during the search of his home and were handed over to Justice Department officials. Now, in contrast, Biden was not a president. Biden was a vice president. He doesn't have that declassification power. But roughly 300 documents with classified markings were found at Trump's home, including some top secret level, have been recovered from Trump since he left in January 2021. Now, here's the problem with that. And you may all know this. The president, by virtue of the power of his office, can declassify anything he wants. All he had to do was say these are declassified. 
He didn't have to go through a process. He didn't have to get approval. He didn't need to get Pelosi's permission. He didn't need to go to Adam Shifty to shift shift. He didn't have to go to nobody to get it done. The difference is Trump was the president. This guy's the vice president. You don't have that declassification power. So what are you doing? This is not good. Y'all are criticizing Trump. You know, the same thing we say about the left here. Do as I say, not as I do. And that's what we got here is a case of do as I say, not as I do. And the hot water temperature is going to get turned up here as we start looking out. Why was Hunter Biden paying so much in rent? Which is a, a good question. Why was Hunter Biden paying so much in rent? What was going on there? And we'll find out. But ladies and gentlemen, document gate is not going away. Doesn't look like Biden is going to escape from this. This ain't going to be easy for him. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come right back here on top of the morning. I got a special announcement. I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors here. We'll be right back right after this commercial message. Don't go nowhere. Give us. Just because you're black doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat. This year, in order to see benefits for our communities, we need to vote outside the box. Find out more by visiting us at TUConservative.com. TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV. Welcome back to Top of the Morning, ladies and gentlemen. You're checking out the best 30-minute morning show on the planet. I'm your host, Adul Ali. Thanks for checking us out here at The Urban Conservative. As always, jump over to TUConservative.com. Get yourself a membership. Support the platform. We really appreciate that. If you want to throw us some cash app love, you can do that. Dollar sign TU Conservative. You can also go to the website if you want to sponsor an episode of this or any of the other shows on the platform. So, ladies and gentlemen... I am beyond proud to serve as the chairman of the Cabarrus County Republican Party. That, for me, is, is one of the, the highlights of my uh, political ambitions and political career so far. But one of the highest things up there for me is to know good people like Dr. Kristen Baker. Now, Dr. Baker is also a sponsor of the Urban Conservative here, which we greatly appreciate. But she has also been made the deputy uh, majority whip for the North Carolina House. I am absolutely, absolutely thrilled for Dr. Baker receiving that honor. And congratulations, my friend. We really appreciate all the hard work that you do. People don't realize this, but it's folks like Dr. Baker. Okay, they, the, the left will throw things at them and say, oh, these Republicans don't care about black people. All Republicans care about is rich white folk. Dr. Baker has done some amazing things in the legislature, even things like ensuring that pregnant women who are incarcerated aren't handcuffed. She's worked on mental health issues. She is one of the best people we have up there in Raleigh. And again, we want to congratulate her on being named Deputy Majority Whip. She'll be working with Representative John Hardister. Um, and again, her statement there, she's honored and grateful for the trust that her colleagues have placed in her to be Deputy Majority Whip. So congratulations, Dr. Baker. Um, looking forward to the great things that you're going to continue to do um, along the lines of ensuring conservative uh, Republican policies keep North Carolina 
great place to be because it's, it's uh, number one for business. It's one of the fastest growing states in the country and something we're really appreciative of. So we're going to move along here, folks. And uh, this is going to be, uh, you know, I, I'm on the fence a lot about Elon. You know, Elon tends to get a good rap, get a bad rap. But Elon actually just pulled off a win in court, which is interesting. You know, we told here on the Urban Conservative, we were telling the Twitter employees to do what they were telling everybody else to do, which is go find another job. Five former Twitter employees have been forced to drop a class action lawsuit against Elon Musk company due to previously signing arbitration agreements. You're done, bud. The claims of several employees who did not sign the agreement will continue, and the lawyer representing employees vows a wave of arbitration cases against Musk's company, explaining mass arbitrations are incredibly costly for companies to defend, and many employers have found themselves sorry about what they'd wished for when they insisted that employees would have to pursue their claims one by one. Now, here's the thing about this, right? Everybody's... Is, is, is up in arms on the left anyway. They're all up in arms about what's happening with Twitter. But I could remember, and I wasn't involved in politics, but I could remember a time where both Democrats and Republicans were all about free speech, right? What we have right now is Democrats and people on the left, especially radical leftists, socialist Democrats want to control speech. They don't want you to be able to find out what's true. And you can look at the Twitter files. We don't even have to look any further than the files that Elon dumped to show that the United States Congress, Democrats on the left, were pressuring Twitter, pressured the FBI, pressuring Twitter to control and censor speech, specifically around COVID, specifically around Trump, specifically, look, let's go back to the Obama administration. Remember, they weaponized the IRS against conservatives. This is nothing new, folks. This is nothing new. And then for our folks in these urban areas, in the Charlottes, the Raleigh's, the Durham's, the New York City's, the Chicago's, all our folks watch CNN, MSNBC. They listen to these talking heads and they censor the information to make this narrative stick. I was just talking to somebody this morning about that. You know, we got to especially in, in the minority communities, this mentality that is still something like 1950 here in 2023 is absolutely ridiculous. So I'm glad to see that the people who signed those arbitration agreements will not be able to continue with their lawsuit. That's good. The other fact of the matter is you lost your job. Okay. Your job isn't to influence uh, American elections. Your job is to run a social media platform. So we're going to take a very quick commercial break. We'll be right back here on top of the morning. We're going to talk a little bit about Trump. We're going to talk a little bit about Mark Robinson. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. TV, bridging communities worldwide. We broadcast diverse international content from Europe, Asia, Africa, and now right here in the USA. Watch us via Roku on your smart TV. Submit your own content to 1530entertainmentllc at gmail.com. Download the Millennium TV app from the App Store to stream our shows anywhere, anytime. Millennium TV. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Top of the Morning. We appreciate you being here. Again, post a picture with you and your favorite coffee mug. Tag us in it at the uh, TU Conservative or the Urban Conservative. You might win mugshot of the day. You never know. You might get you one of these TUC mugs. So 
Next thing we're going to talk about here before we get into the Mark Robinson thing is Trump is looking for a VP. And we here know what the media is doing. We know what they're doing. What they're trying to do is be slick and give you all what we call Trump fatigue. Okay. They have tried and tried everything to get people tired of Donald Trump. Okay, they've, they've, they've thrown negative stuff out there. And it seems like every time they throw something at them, doesn't stick. It just doesn't stick. So it sounds like maybe Pence is going to gear up for a White House run. But there's a couple of people that are on the short list. Marjorie Taylor Greene, we talked about, is on that short list. And Elise Stefanik, okay? Elise Stefanik is in the short list of people to be Donald Trump's running mate. Now, I don't know a whole bunch about Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, so I'm going to find out. And here's what I come up with. Uh, she is, let's see, let's see what we got. Congresswoman Stefanik represents New York's 21st district in the House of Representatives. This is her fourth term. She was elected by her colleagues to serve in House leadership as the chair of the House Republican Con uh, Conference. Uh, shouts out to Richard Hudson, who has that seat now. The Center for Effective Lawmaking ranked her the top 10 most effective Republican members and the number one most effective for commerce policy impacting small business and workers. She's a member of the House Armed Services Committee. Uh, she, let me see what else. I'll let y'all see what I'm seeing while I'm seeing it. Uh, House Armed Services Committee, Committee on Education and Labor, House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, on the Armed Services Committee. She's served on the new subcommittee on Cyber Innovative Technologies and Information Systems and as a member on the subcommittee of Strategic Forces on the Committee on Education and Labor. And she serves on the Higher Education and Workforce Investment. She was born and raised upstate New York. She worked at a small business. Uh, yeah, it, it looks to me, oh, nine, she served in the West Wing of the White House on Bush's Domestic Policy Council staff. She knows what she's doing. They have a home on Lake Champlain in Essex County for over 30 years. She lives in Schuylerville with her husband, Matt, and a newborn son, Sam. Yeah, it, it sounds like she wouldn't be a bad person to put up there, especially when it comes to knowing policy. She, she, she's been conservatively proven, as it was. So some people are going with the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Some people are going to Lee Stefanik. I like either one of those. Y'all let us know what you think. Who should Trump put as a running mate? Marjorie Taylor Greene, Elise Stefanik. Should he go after Ron DeSantis? Maybe Mark Robinson from North Carolina could be his running mate. You never know. That might throw a humongous monkey wrench in things, but we'll see. Uh, speaking of Mark Robinson, because this, this is where we're going to uh, kind of get on the tail end of today's show. Speaking of Mark Robinson, shouts out to everybody that was with Mark Robinson last night. Had an amazing MLK uh, dinner with him, luncheon, late lunch, early dinner last night. Uh, shouts out to everybody that went to that luncheon. Uh, had a show last night, couldn't be there. Uh, but Mark Robinson, more, th more so than not, in my humble opinion, represents the views of a lot of people here in North Carolina. We don't want boys beating up on girls, uh, thinking they're girls in girls sports. We don't want men using the bathroom in public places with women, right? That think they're women. We don't want critical race theory. We don't want racism indoctrination in our schools. And that's most people, left or center, right or center. Most people would agree with those things. 
The problem is the media here in North Carolina does not give Mark Robinson a fair shake. Well, Mark had a great, great, great speech the other day out talking to the Right to Life, North Carolina Right to Life Coalition. And I want to share you all what he had to say, because I thought this was absolutely 1000 percent where we need to be as a state. Y'all take a listen to this. Let's not forget the fact that we need to stand up and end the scourge of abortion in this nation. And I do not believe we do that with a law. We could pass a law here in North Carolina that says you can't have an abortion, but people will still go to Georgia. They'll still go uh, to South Carolina, Tennessee, California, wherever they can. What grieves me most right now about North Carolina is this. They say that North Carolina is a destination state for abortions. We need to change that. We need to make North Carolina into a destination state for life. Why? Not because we told you you can't have an abortion, but because we want you to have your child here. And more importantly, you want to have your child in this state. Why? Because we have world-class health care. We have world-class policing. We have world-class education. We have all the things that make life desirable right here in this state. So let's all band together. Let's fight to make North Carolina a destination state for life. Not just at conception, but like I said, at graduation and maturation. Wow. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I don't see how anything controversial. Let's make North Carolina a destination state for life. Let's help people because we hear that all the time. We hear every single day. Republicans only care about babies in the womb. Conservatives don't care about the babies once they come out. Well, I beg to differ. I know a lot of good people that work at the uh, Charlotte Women's Center, the University Women's Center. I know these pregnancy resource folks. Shouts out to Jane Daniels and Jessica Hughes, who just became the vice chair of the board over at the University Women's Center. I know a lot of people that want to help folks after they've had their babies. Like Mark Robinson said, this is a state where we've got world-class health care. We're working on Medicaid expansion to get more people access to the health care that they need. We want to make sure that we're wrapping our arms around people when they have are, are faced with the tough decision of having a child. Nobody is talking about controlling a woman or controlling your reproductive rights, but we should. And I agree with what the lieutenant governor said. We should make it so that you want to have your baby here. We should make it so that you want to choose to have a child and make it so that you, you can survive and thrive here in North Carolina. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back here on top of the morning. We got a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back. Just because you're black doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat. This year, in order to see benefits for our communities, we need to vote outside the box. Find out more by visiting us at TUConservative.com. Welcome back to Top of the Morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Adul Ali. I got one last thing we're going to cover this morning, and I think it's important that we give this dude right here a shout out, okay? If you don't know who that is, that is Congressman Richard Hudson, okay? Richard Hudson is a good friend of ours here. He is a, a an amazing congressman. I had the opportunity to serve as his chairman uh, before he moved. I was his county chairman, but he's got this letter out, and I want I want you all to hear this. 
It's a new year and the 118th Congress has begun. It's an honor to continue serving you in our community representing North Carolina's new 9th District. This includes all or portions of Chatham, Cumberland, Harnett, Hoke, Lee, Moore, Randolph, Richmond, and Scotland counties. I will continue maintaining a district office in Fayetteville while operating a new primary district office in Southern Pines. My office locations can be found on my website at Hudson.gov. Three counties I represented previously, Cabarrus, Stanley, and Montgomery, are now in North Carolina's 12th and 8th District, and it has been an honor to represent these communities through my time in Congress. Cabarrus County has been a home to me and my family for many years, and I'm proud of all that we've been able to accomplish together. My family and I are getting settled into the new home we purchased in Southern Pines, and I look forward to serving the new 9th District and continuing to work on common sense solutions to challenges facing our entire nation, our region, Fort Bragg, and our country. Solving problems has always been the fo my focus as your congressman, due in part to the misguided policies of Washington Democrats and the Biden administration, we have seen our nation weakened on many fronts. Across the country, families like yours have suffered the highest inflation in 40 years and record prices at the gas pump. In fact, North Carolina is experiencing some of the highest increases in gas prices in the country, up 14 cents from just a week ago. We've also witnessed an ongoing humanitarian and national security crisis at our southern border as record numbers of illegal migrants crossed into the country over the course of the last year. This border crisis has threatened the safety and security of communities nationwide, including exacerbating the fentanyl epidemic, robbing countless Americans of their lives. President Joe Biden has been in office for more than 715 days, but last week announced his first ever visit to the southern border. This crisis can no longer be ignored, and House Republicans are ready to pass solutions to secure our border and protect our communities. Washington Democrats have been largely unable or unwilling to address the many issues affecting you and your family. However, with Republicans now in the majority in the House, we have an obligation to address these issues and to set things right in the right direction. Our commitment to America is a plan to do just that by implementing common sense policies to create an economy that's strong a nation that's safe, a government that's accountable, and a future built on freedom. Last week, House Republicans hit the ground running to follow through on that agenda, and I introduced my first bill of this Congress, the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act, H.R. 38, is a key piece of legislation that will protect law-abiding citizens' right to conceal carry and guarantees the Second Amendment does not disappear when we cross invisible state lines. It has even been called the greatest gun rights boost since the ratification of the Second Amendment in 1791. And I've introduced this bipartisan legislation each Congress and I have promised to continue championing this measure until it becomes law. Additionally, House Republicans voted on legislation to stop the hiring of 87,000 new IRS agents to spy on your bank account. A bill to block the Biden administration from selling oil to the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to Communist China and pro-life bills to protect babies who survive a botched abortion and mothers who rely on crisis pregnancy centers. We have a lot of work to do, and it is an honor to serve as your congressman. In this new year and new Congress, I will never waver from doing everything I can to fight for you and build a better future for your family. Shouts out to Richard Hudson, y'all. Great letter. Great letter. Fantastic to know that you are there fighting for us in the U.S. Congress, even though I don't have you know, anymore in Cabarrus County, I'm feelings are a little hurt about that. I have to say Richard Hudson is a stand up guy 
We really appreciate everything that he does. He's the new Republican House Conference leader. And again, congratulations on that honor. We know you're going to continue to do great things there in Congress for the folks of North Carolina and for the country. I mean, I remember uh, during the Afghanistan withdrawal, I saw uh, Congressman Hudson, man, dude had been up for days working to get Americans home and to get Afghan interpreters home and um, just so much hard work that goes into everything that he does. So, again, congratulations on being a new Republican House conference leader uh, to Richard Hudson. Great op ed. Good to know that Republicans are considering working for the American people for once, making government actually work for us. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, you've been pe- checking out the best 30 minute morning show on the planet. Top of the morning. Each and every morning, 8 a.m., right here on the Urban Conservative. Also, shout out to our friends over at Millennium News 24. Big up to Noor and Stuart McCain and everybody also over there. You can also catch our content there. So make make sure you get that Millennium News 24 app. It's available on your Roku, Amazon, Apple Smart TVs and all that good stuff. I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for top of the morning here on the Urban Conservative. Y'all have a great Tuesday. Make it a good one. We'll see you next time. Peace.